It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Minister, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good, and thank you for taking our call at such short notice. The package announced yesterday, and the idea that it will get the economy flying, that's all very good, but people are very uncomfortable, Minister, about the property tax. Well, the full the full details of that will be set out later on today by uh, Minister Pascal Donoghue, and we are now eight years on from the valuation of properties for the local property tax. So, in essence, what will happen is the uh, values of the properties will be brought up to, to date, but to avoid big increases in the property tax that would otherwise result, uh, the bands are being expanded and the actual rate is being reduced. Uh, so most people uh, will not see any increase. Uh, a small number will get a reduction, um, but uh, about 36% of people will have some increase and the vast majority of them, it will be one band, uh, which is €90. Euro. But we just can't defer any longer the revaluation of properties. Mm. Um, it, it has been deferred on a number of occasions. All of the new homes built since 2013 are currently uh, outside of the local property tax net. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is an anomaly that has to be fixed. Yeah, but it's um, going to be a problem fixing it, Minister, because you've got a lot of people living in those homes who, because of the pandemic, are struggling and they can barely meet a mortgage and a gas bill, and now they're going to be faced with with another tax, and that's how they're going to see it. Yeah, and uh, no one likes any form of tax, but this is a tax that everybody else is paying. Uh, There are deferral options there, and we're improving the deferral options for people who can't afford to pay the local property tax. Um, So it can be uh, postponed, and the income eligibility limits for that um, are being increased uh, for an individual up Mm. to €18,000, for a couple up to €30,000, and where people have mortgages, uh, mortgage interest, can be mm. taken into account as well. So those options are going to be there uh, for people. Uh, but if we don't deal with this issue now, the problem will get bigger because more and more homes that are being built are outside of the net. And of course, property prices are rising. So the longer you defer this, uh, 
then when they are eventually revalued, then people will see large increases if you didn't fix the system. So these changes are necessary. But having gone through uh, the, the range of options, um, like I, I think we've managed this as well as we possibly can. I have the table here. So 11% of people will see a decrease, 53% no change, uh, 33% will uh, increase by one band, mm. uh, and 3% will increase by, by more than one Who, band. Who will value the house? So it's the uh, it's the same as it originally operated. Uh, it is a self valuation, but of course the revenue have access to uh, a lot of data and information from the uh, property price register and so on. And you know we are obliged as citizens to make uh, honest returns and mm. to. Give oh no! But what fair, I mean is, what I mean is, Minister, if I'm if I'm assessing, if I sat down to assess myself at home for property tax, sure, sure, I don't know what my house is worth. I have a half a notion of what my yeah. house is worth, but but how can I make a return that's a honest and b fair to myself because I don't know what it's worth. Well, the full operational uh, details will be laid out in the coming months by revenue because the valuation uh, is later in the year. But from uh, from what I recall, the last time uh, when this happened, certainly in, in the case of my own home, you are sent uh, evaluation by revenue, but you do have the option to vary that yourself if you believe that uh, it is inaccurate. And but you should base that on mm. some reason, you know, if uh, uh, if based on property price register information in your own area, yeah. you feel that the that it's inaccurate, you do have the option of changing it. So it is it is self assessment. Um, but I certainly recall the last time the revenue do send you uh, their estimate based on the information available to them. Will uh, will the will the will the option be still there to pay it through your monthly paycheck? Uh, yes, all of the normal payment options will be uh, retained and we are also moving to a system where uh, all of the money will be retained locally and that will take a couple of years to do. I thought that, that was being done already, Michael. It's not being done already everywhere at the moment. 80% of the uh, proceeds collected in the local authority area are kept in that area. 20% go into an equalisation fund, uh, which is distributed to the counties that don't collect as much money. Mm. Uh, and so that's been a bone of contention for a long time. So what we're now going to do is uh, each local authority over the next couple of years will will retain all of the money collected in their own area uh, and we will still uh, do through the exchequer an equalisation fund but that won't come from money collected uh, um, by individual local authorities that will be done through the the, the central exchequer on an um, ability to pay clause like an old a couple a, a pensioner couple in in their house their their children or youngsters have have moved on and they're still living in the house and the house the house is worth a lot of money but they've only got two old age pensions coming in they they can't pay uh, and and they don't have to pay in that they can defer it uh, there isn't uh, so when the whole house is sold it has to be paid anyway yeah, so that's yeah, not there is, yeah there isn't an exemption in that scenario uh, PJ but there is the option to uh, to postpone it and uh, I accept that you know it is a burden on people uh, but it is a tax on a property it is linked to the value of the property uh, and uh, it is uh, provided for that there is that deferral option there we're reducing the interest rate that applies to any deferral as well uh, to 3% and uh, we're going to make the system as easy as we possibly can for people uh, but if you know, it's not a system where you have widespread exemptions. 
We're getting calls about uh, people who were paying it from the start who argued the, their, their valuation in that I'm living in number one uh, and my tax yeah. is valued and my buddy down in number six who is in the same house, effectively the same house, he's paying less than me. Like, that's hardly fair. Uh, it's it's not fair and that shouldn't be the case. And, you know, the onus is on all of us to make sure that the return that we make is accurate and that it reflects the market value of the property at the valuation date. And as I say, the last valuation date uh, was back in May of 2013. And so that is the value that still determines the local property tax bill uh, eight years later. Yeah, and yeah. so that is what is now uh, being updated yeah. uh, on the 1st of November. And uh, the revenue will work with people on that. Uh, anomalies can arise, yeah. but ultimately it is up to all of us we're, to ensure. We're getting calls like people whose whose neighbours filled in forms, got a revaluation, got a reduction. Uh, it only works for the one house. You see, it, it, there, there are differences in, in, in roads. There are differences along the one street, along the one part of the one estate. It's not everybody in, you know, Murphy's Crescent 1 to 25. They're not paying the same, even though they should be paying the same. Yeah, if the houses are the same uh, or the apartments are the same, then they should be essentially paying the same local property tax liability. Uh, that yeah. is the case. And, um, and if I found I was paying more than the man in number seven for the last five years, can I get me money back? Uh, unlikely, I would say, uh, PJ, but you could you could make a return to revenue and, and seek to uh, change the valuation, but uh, I'm not sure that they could do so retrospectively, but yeah. I'd have to check that. Okay. Overall, looking at this package, there's a lot in it, Minister. Um, But we're facing into uncertain times. We we really have another year, definitely another six months before we put this thing behind us. um, Leo Bradger has said that the economy will take off like a rocket and that the tax take from the economy doing that will reduce the need for austerity. Now, there are those who'd say we're already starting austerity, but that, that's a political point. Are you, are you confident that in 12 months from now, the economy will have taken off in, in the way that Leo Varadkar is predicting it will? Yeah, all the evidence really points to a strong uh, rebound and then recovery. And look, there are always risks, PJ. I'm not going to say that there aren't risks. Mm. Uh, there are. Some of them are, you know, international and the global trading environment and so on. The biggest risk, of course, is still with COVID and uh, the risk of, you know, a variant um, coming to Ireland that, you know, is vaccine resistant, for example. But look, we don't have any evidence or indication that that is uh, the case or that that is likely to happen happen. So the decisions that we have made are based on the facts available to us and the information that we have and all of the forecasts uh, are that the Irish economy will rebound quite quickly. The recovery is now underway. We're seeing businesses reopen. We're seeing people get back to work, including in hotels uh, in Cork today. And we're seeing the number of people uh, uh, unemployed falling. Mm. And that is going to accelerate in the weeks ahead. So all of the indications are that the economy is going to grow in the second half of this year and next year it will grow by probably over 5%. And so that gives us great uh, ability uh, to bring about uh, greater employment, yeah. uh, close the budget deficit and just make sure that we get this back on track. Michael McGrath, before you went into politics, you you are by profession a management accountant, which which means that one of the jobs that you would have done in a previous life was look at the accounts 
of a client company and say you're in good shape, you're in bad shape, you need to watch this, you need to watch that. Yep. Speaking purely with your financial management accountant hat on, Michael McGrath, what state are we really in as we start to come out of this mess? It's manageable. It's challenging. We've taken on huge debt uh, over the course of the pandemic. Uh, our debt will broadly have increased by about 40 billion euros, close to it, uh, between the beginning of 2020, before we had COVID, uh, to the end of this year. So we will have gone from around 200 billion to almost 240 billion. But uh, the positive is that uh, the European Central Bank have uh, reacted very differently this time to the way they did a decade ago and they have made uh, funding available in the market so we can borrow essentially uh, at close to zero interest rates. So while our stock of debt is rising, uh, the cost of service in that debt continues to fall mm-hmm. uh, and the average interest rate is falling. But of course, those bonds that we're borrowing, PJ, they mature at some point, yes. uh, whether it be in 10 years' time or 15 years' time. Like, Is there a case and to be made for this because of the nature of the crisis, we've had a financial war on our economy rather than the war. Is there a case to be made, Michael, for for the European Central Bank to issue 100-year bonds and just, you don't pay a cent until well and truly this is behind us? We are beginning to see a move towards longer-term bonds and, uh, for example, bonds of up to 50 years in duration, uh, which really takes you out into a completely uh, different time horizon. Um, But typically, they are still of the order of of 10, 15 years. uh, Longer would be better, wouldn't it? uh, Longer would be better if the interest rate uh, was right. And look, from our point of view, when I look at the accounts, as you call them, and I look at the deficit, so last year it was around 18 billion euro. Uh, This year, um, the current forecast is is similar. Um, We'll almost certainly be slightly higher because we're going to spend more money to support the economy. But the best way of closing that deficit really uh, is to help people to get back to work. And that's why we have put a real jobs focus in the package we announced yesterday. I think we probably surprised most employers positively by saying the wage subsidy scheme will be there until the end of the year, the lower VAT rate until September next year, uh, that we're giving up to €30,000 of uh, a restart payment uh, to businesses that are reopening now. Uh, Local authority rates waiver extended by a further three months. We're allowing them to warehouse tax liabilities. Um, And yesterday as well, we announced, as you know, uh, how we're going to use grant funding from the EU Mm. of over €900 million. And there's a lot in there, and I've no doubt we will return to this conversation. Thank you very much for taking our call at short notice this morning. The Minister for Public Expenditure, uh, Cork TD for Cork South Central, uh, Michael McGrath. Cork's 96 FM.